0: Hi, I'm Tony Babinski, and this is The Grilled Podcast. My guest today is Jonathan Gibo. He's the founder and president of Still Good Foods Incorporated. They upcycle food waste to create delicious cookies. Even during this time of COVID-19, they have their eye on the big picture. They're active and out there. They're getting things done, despite the pressures of the lockdown. They've also initiated a charitable effort on behalf of older people stuck inside old folks' homes during this particularly dangerous time. I think you'll love meeting him. We spoke on Zoom, and here's our conversation. I'm here with Jonathan Roderick, who is uh, the, the founder of uh, Still Good Food um, from Montreal, which is a company that, uh, that takes uh food from industrial processes i'm guessing and 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 uses that food to good use basically making cookies uh, but i'd like you to tell me more about it and i would also like to ask you to tell me about um the special program that you have going now during the covid-19 which is to um uh bring cookies and uh, drawings to uh to people in uh, old folks homes but let me start i've spoken enough why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself all right.
1: Well, thanks for having me, Tony. Uh, my name is Jonathan. I'm the co-founder of Stillgood. Uh, I have a, Stillgood's a company that, um, you know, its mission is reducing food waste. So we started the, uh, we founded the company back in 2018. And um, we, um, what we do is we use uh, um, byproducts from the food industry, mainly uh, span grains from microbreweries. Well, we're also using uh, juice pulp from Fresh breast Juicers. Uh, we'll use also ripe bananas, and what we do with those is that we transform them into making new products uh, that we um, that we're able to uh, to give back to the consumer. So we're, we're uh, one of the products that we do is, is cookies, um, and uh, we're exploring and we're expanding still good into uh, into new uh, products that will be uh, available in the next few months. Uh, but uh, being in the situation of COVID nineteen right now, uh, still good. Um, we found ourselves in, in, in a situation where we really wanted to help. One of the, at you know, the core of the business, the core of Still Good is reducing food waste. There's a social aspect behind that. Uh, but, you know, so we're, we're very close to, we have, you know, values that are, that are, uh, that are, you know, to share, you know, values that are also to, uh, to be, um, to be kind to the environment. And for us in the situation right now, we couldn't, uh, just sit by and not do anything and not help our our, our fellow elders and, and that's what happened right now in, in the program. So I, a few weeks ago, I have a grandfather who's uh, who's in the, who's in a home uh, retirement home, and he's uh, ninety years old now and uh, he couldn't go out. So we we're taking care of him and and you know I went to bring him groceries and we could only see him from from far away and that kind of hit me it struck me and and i and that's when i i understood the scope of, of what's going on for them i mean they're stuck in their in their apartments they're stuck in their retirement homes some of them are stuck in a small room and they just can't leave right now so they they're very isolated and as i was you know, coming back from delivering his groceries, I, I was thinking. I said, you know, what can I do, and how can we, as as a community, help out? So I decided that we would uh, we were going to donate uh, a few thousand boxes of cookies to um, retirement homes, and we were going to ask our online community to send us uh, some um, send us some notes, send us uh, some hopeful messages that we could uh, print out and tag onto the onto the cookie boxes, so that when uh, the uh, the elders would receive them in their in, in their apartments and they would receive a cookie box so they would be able to eat cookies and kind of you know be be uh, you know just eat something different than what they're usually uh, eating and then, and it's 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 sugary it's, it's it's fine and at the same time they would have a personalized message from someone just saying look we're thinking about you we love you guys and
0: and hold on we'll get through this yeah i, I uh, saw and, on what i saw online is that uh, some of these messages they look like uh, children's drawings no
1: Yes, yeah, some of them are. I mean, some, some children, so we, we got uh, tens and tons of, of messages that came in and uh, some were from children, some were from drawings of, of you know, with, with banners saying, you know, it's, you know, ça va bien aller. And so there's, there was a, you know, a diversity of different types of messages that came in. And so we did that. We delivered uh, over a thousand cookie boxes uh, in the first week. What happened then is that we had some more retirement homes uh, coming to us and saying, guys, uh, we, um, you know, we'd like to be part of the program. Our elders would, would love to get some cookie boxes. Is there any way we, we can participate? Um, now, understanding we're, we're a startup, we're, we're, we're a local, but, you know, still kind of small company. Uh, we already gave out a thousand boxes for us in the situation. It's a stretch. I can't just, you know, we wanted to give out, you know, thousands of boxes to everyone. Uh, but we really needed some help to do so and that's that's when I got the idea to start a crowdfunding so I said you know what let's just you know try to get everyone on board that can actually help out and and the more we get uh the more boxes we can hand out to the elders so um
0: so so yeah you started a crowdfunding campaign when did you start it and what what have been the results
1: We, we started uh two weeks ago almost two weeks ago um a week and a half actually and uh the expectations were were, we didn't know what to expect so I I, you know we said that let's let's just try to raise a thousand dollars and see where that can get us and at the end of the day that's that's a few hundred boxes and and we'll send out five six hundred boxes with it and kind of start there you know Uh, but I mean it's it's going really well it's been a week and a half and when you know we've busted the thousand dollars in the first hours and now we're at uh, we're close to $8,000. So uh, we're just, we're just going on and on. And now we did a partnership with a company that's called um, Flower Inc. And what they do is that uh, the, the messages are now printed on a uh, on little cards that also have flower seeds in them. So now that after you, you, you know, you read the message, you eat your cookies, you can take that, that little card with the message, just put it in, in a, uh, in a bowl with, with, uh, with earth and then you know some flowers are gonna come out of that. So mm. you know, so it's it's the ball is rolling and and we're knows of there's there's a bunch of partners that are coming along. There's uh, Menard, Menard, yeah. who, uh, uh you know with Bruno who's who's a time you know friend and someone that I know and then he said, you know what, we wanna come on board. We think this is awesome and, and we'd like to support you. So you know more and more um, people around are, are you know are gathering around this project and are saying you know what it's a great idea let's let's just hop on so um, yeah it's, it's we're we're it's, it's it's going really
0: well it's so good that you're doing it um, your your heart uh, seems to be uh, so much in the right place and I, I'm curious to know uh, what the origins of your company are so from what I've seen you used to work for Moisson Montreal which, uh, yeah. which 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 uh, the goal of which is to feed hungry people in Montreal. Uh, and collect food correct
1: right well I uh, you know I started off uh, the, my career is, is has kind of a funny path I, I started uh, dueling doing volunteer work with kid, kids and, and 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 family when I was 15 so I, I would I would you know I had a friend that was working uh, at the time at Welcome Hall Mission uh, with with families and and um, you know they needed a hand and I I was 15 and I said you know well, let's let's you know, I'm 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 more than willing to help out. So I started doing that and I was doing, you know, 10 hours a week of, of volunteer work with them. And, uh, as time passed by, they kind of, you know, told me, you know what, uh, you're always here anyways. Do you want to, you know, join the team? We, you, you, you love these people and, and they seem to love you also. And you really, and I really wanted to make a difference. So I decided to join the team. And, uh, a lot of what we would do is, is find ways to, uh, you know, to get them something to eat. They needed, uh, you know, to the basic needs. Right. So, um, back in those days that's you know maybe 20 years ago uh, you food waste wasn't really an issue and no one was really actually discussing about food waste it's relatively you know it's been what 10 15 years now that we hear a lot more about it right uh, so back in those days food waste wasn't really anything no one was talking about so and I was wondering where is this food coming from and, and I realized that you know the food was donations from companies uh, you know leftovers uh, overstock and, and surplus so I, I, I started kind of you know being interested in that and, and kind of wondering where is all of this coming from and, and I got curious and that's how uh, with time I, I got more and
0: more involved into this whole food waste business and then um, so I t- went to so Ex- explain it to me a little bit uh, the, just if you can sum up the problem of food waste uh, um, in, in, in a sentence or three what would you say the, the issue is? All right, it's it's four million tons a day of food that is wasted
1: around the world. Wow, and four million tons a day, and uh, the issue is that we're use we're used to to uh, in you know you have an in we produce and there's an out. Uh, what we're working on us now is the whole idea of upcycling, which is it's. The out of one company, which is, you know, a a, for instance, I'll give a a great example. You have juice companies that do fresh, fresh juices. So I'll I'll explain to you how, you know, food waste is summed up with that. They will use fruits and vegetables. They will press them, the fresh fruits and vegetables. They take the juice. But most what happens is then you're left with pulp right and and in most cases the pulp represents 70 80 percent of of the fruit and the vegetable so you've got a a great juice so they, they have what they need which is the juice but then they discard the pulp the pulp is thrown away so that's that's the issue the issue is we're used to okay i need i need fruits and vegetables i'll do something with it then I'm, i just discard what i don't need anymore. so it's,
0: of those tons of food waste produced every day yeah. what percentage is industrial waste like that
1: because the, one, other, uh, because the reason uh, I
0: ask is because when people think of food waste, they think, oh, it's food that we don't, that we buy and don't eat and throw it into the garbage. No, that's about 20%. Okay, so 80%. 20, 25%. So, so 80%. I'd say
1: 75, yeah. 75% happens either in the grocery store, happens either uh, at the food plant, or happens in agriculture, uh, transportation, distribution, the whole chain. The whole food chain represents 75%, and at-home waste is around
0: 25%. Okay. And 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 that's that's considered to be a problem for uh, for global warming too, isn't it? Doesn't food waste somehow contribute to that problem?
1: Yeah, it'd be the third uh, biggest polluter if it was a country.
0: So and and uh, why is that? Because of the energy energy that it takes to process food.
1: Right, energy that it takes, energy that it takes to process it. Well, all the energy that was taken to produce it. Yeah. And transport it. Yeah and then discard it so 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 there's there's the discarding issue where, where everything that's happened happening when it's when it's sent to landfill i mean there's an issue there but all of the energy that was used to produce uh you know food waste to produce food that's being wasted it's you know 30 30 something percent of everything that we produce that is discarded um
0: so uh, of the of so let's say of all food produced how much is wasted and uh, how much of it? How much is like not actually used to nourish, or either thrown out, or or wasted in the process, or? Globally, we're looking at around forty percent. Wow, that's a huge yeah. number. Yes. So you
1: were so. And that I'm... varies from one country to another, right? Right. And from one industry to another, but it, globally, we're looking at
0: you know forty percent. So you uh, at Moisson, Montreal, you were you already aware of the problem of food waste or you just became more aware of it when trying to find food to feed people with?
1: No, that's, that's why I went there. Okay. I went there because, uh, well, you know, they, 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 asked me if I was interested in going there. And, uh, one of the main things I was doing at Muslim was I was overseeing the, uh, you know, the, the, procurement department. So everything that had to do with, uh, having the food coming, I mean, we would, we would, um, you know, uh, we would haul and 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 triage and 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 work with mainly around 15 million kilos uh, a year back in the you know six seven years ago eight years ago. Um, so I don't know if those numbers are the same today. My, my guess is they probably are, but uh so we were managing 15 million kilos of produce and 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 of different types of foods and one of my mandates at was to develop new programs so i had i worked with retailers i worked with manufacturers and developing uh some new types of 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 programs to reduce the waste so i would go in in those stores or i would go in those companies do audits kind of look at what's going on and then we would think and try to uh, develop some programs where we would be diverting that waste either by creating, uh, partnerships with, uh, you know, uh, with, with uh, composting companies and, and whatnot, but also trying to find a way to, to get those, those, uh, you know, those ingredients and in those foods, transform foods mainly or produce, uh, to the people in need before it actually went to, to, you know, compost or anything else. Uh, so uh, I had the opportunity to you know, create a bunch of projects and that at the same time, that's when I realized there was, you know, in, in some situations, there just wasn't any solution at that at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is uh, the problem or the situation with byproducts coming back to my pulp. Right. Pulp, so, you, you can't so, just take pulp and kind of give that back to someone. Right. Right. You, you, you need it's, it's a byproduct, but you need to process it. You need to do something with it. And that's why we created Still Good. I, I, we, we decided that, I, I partnered up with a fund that's called Energist. They're a, a, um, a, a green fund where, where the idea behind Energist is to, uh, you know, reduce global warming and that's what they are. And we partnered up in creating Still Good and the whole idea behind it is, well, let's work with byproducts and find what and find what we can do with byproducts such as pulps, such as spent grains from microbreweries and the list could go on and on. There's a bunch of those. And that's what, you know, transform food, a bread can be given back to a food bank that can actually give it to someone who's in need, who's hungry. And, and we have many cases of that right now Right. Uh, in this time. But uh, a byproduct, you just can't take some, some you know, some pulp and, and, and give it to someone or, or, you know, there's, there's it's either it goes to compost or you find a way to, uh, you know, to transform it into something new. And that's so, what we decided to
0: focus on. So you, so describe to me the pivot, because at one point you're working for uh, a charity and then you, yes. and then you decide to become a social entrepreneur, basically,
1: yes. uh,
0: and start a company. So did you see, and you teamed with Energist, but did you, know, knowing, I guess you must have investigated the food production chain a little bit, and said, oh, I see, there's an opportunity here with uh, byproducts from microbreweries, and then another one here from uh, uh, juice makers, correct?
1: Yes. Well, you know, like as as I was working with the industry for so many years, uh, yes, I've, I've, I've noticed that there was uh, a possibility. And quite honestly, I didn't we didn't start off still good by saying, hey, look, there's an opportunity here. How can we take advantage of that? It was more of the look, there's waste here that cannot be addressed. What can we do with it? And and that's that's pretty that's the way I, I like to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but understanding also that, you know, it was never going to be uh we're, we're, we're dealing with this way. So that's going to be taking away from food banks, you know, it, it's not going there. So it wasn't, to me, I just saw it as there's like an angle here. That's, that's, that that's not looked at and mm. then that's not being taken care of because, you know, people just pretty much don't really know what to do with it. And, and we just decided to tackle that angle and kind of look into it. So yeah, I saw the opportunity. I knew there was, you know, there was tons and tons and tons and tons of these, of, of, of you know, of these byproducts and the, the idea is well let's just do some R and D and find out what we can do with it. And, um, that's pretty much how we, we started still good. So, um, you know, the, the idea was brewing for a while and then, you know, I decided to work on a model and, uh, then partnered up with Energist, and, and we, uh, then started all of the R and D and that's when we uh, started to move into, uh, you know, to developing uh, seriously developing still good. And that brought us to, you know, soft launch late 2018, but we officially launched the company, uh, uh, early 20 in uh, january 2019
0: so about a year and a half a year and a bit ago and yes did, uh i'm assuming the first products that you wanted to develop were the cookies and you have other things in the pipeline correct right yes so what was so tell me about the the launch of that or the launch of the cook first of all the the design is beautiful they look looks beautiful looks great uh how how has the launch of the cookies gone and the acceptance public acceptance of them
1: well, that's why we wanted to do cookies in the first place because everyone loves cookies and it was an it was a well we found it was you know it would be a great way to introduce um to introduce uh you know food waste because now you're saying look where we you're making products with upcycled ingredients what's upcycled ingredients what's in their pulp spangrains a little you know or, where you you're you know there's there's people you know at the beginning had some apprehensions with that so the whole idea with the cookies is, well you know what it's a cookie i'll taste it and then the people love it that they're just um, they're just very good so uh, that's that's how we decided to start with the cookies uh we did a few months of r d and you know i had friends family and a bunch of people around me that tasted some horrible horrible uh, <laughs> uh, recipes in the yeah. beginning mind you no one actually ever it's innovation no one actually ever did anything with spangrines and and juice bulbs so you know, we had nothing to base ourselves on. We really had to start from nothing and kind of try to develop something here uh, with these ingredients. And uh, so that's what we did. But, I mean, the first ones were, weren't were always as good and weren't as great as, as the ones that we have now. So it's. Uh, yeah. So
0: how many people in the company now?
1: Uh, we're, you know, I, five five and six, I'd say five, six people that are uh, actively working uh, with Still good, mainly in operations. Uh, and we work with partnerships external partnerships for uh, you know communications marketing and, and all of those needs and, and you know business development uh, yeah so, 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 big, so the big be, team is five or six right
0: now so because you're uh you are in your food manufacturer uh, you would would have been deemed an essential business right away correct so you've been operating the whole time through the yes lockdown yes yeah and how how, how what's that been like
1: uh, it's been it's been a roller coaster in, in in some instances it's been uh the demand has the demand has gone higher and in others it's it's diminished so uh you know we we're, we're, we were very present in zero waste stores and box stores uh universities caterings now all of those are are if not closed uh you know at a very you know working at a very slow rate yeah so we got hit hard on that on that part all the cafes i would have are, are cookies also you know so there's the, we were hit on that side um retail it's it's been it's been fun in retail where uh you know cookies are not uh, a a priority uh, you know that much in retail stores right now and i mean people they're, they're more looking for you know they want to make sure they have the milk they have the uh they have the the flour they have you know the the uh the pasta and they, so you know those those types of of you know, of products are, are what, you know, the stores are mainly focused on right now, mm. uh, but our online channels uh, have gone up. So we're partnering up with uh, Lufa Farms, Cook It, and, uh, you know, all of those online channels are, are uh, have have helped us, you know, be able to uh, continue through, uh, you know, through this, this hard situation. And we just, we're just launching this week uh, also our uh, online platform now, so people will be able to, Uh, to purchase some still good cookies through our website now uh, which is something that we uh, we've been working on for the last uh, few uh, weeks and it'll be available in uh, right now actually it's going to be available uh, as of uh, next monday morning
0: what is the website what is the url
1: stillgoodfoods.ca
0: okay good uh it's a beautiful website too, by the way. Very, also a very nicely designed website. Looks great. Thank you. Uh, you're, Thank you the 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 company has such a positive vibes to it. It's great to see you guys out there, doing the work and uh, and now you know, I assume surviving, during this difficult <laughs> period. You know
1: surviving but all but wanting to give back at the same time it's not because we're struggling that you know we got to stop thinking of of you know our neighbors and our fellow elders and that's why we still wanted to go forward with this with this campaign and saying look i mean everyone's struggling we are just as everyone else is but we believe they are struggling even more than we are and
0: that's why we decided to you know move forward with this uh, with this initiative so is there a specific GoFundMe page uh, associated with the product, with the project? Sorry. Yes,
1: you, you uh, it's La Ruche.
0: GoFundMe slash La It's it,
1: no, it's it's the the site the the, uh, the um, it's it's on La Ruche. It's it's a Quebec uh, Quebec based uh, funding uh, okay, okay. crowdfunding uh, crowdfunding platform, and you go at La Yep. So, and uh, you go in the projects in Montreal and you will find the Still Good initiative uh, for the elders. Or you just go on our social media, if people want to go on our Facebook page or Instagram, they will be uh, directed to the uh, crowdfunding initiative on Levish.
0: So um, you're obviously, you must be very focused on the present because you're dealing with uh, reality as it's happening, like so many of us are. are you still? Uh, do you still have moments to think about the big picture and uh, and your mission and where you can you know uh, go after COVID in the months and weeks to come?
1: Yes, we are. Uh, you know, we're, we're focusing on this initiative. You know, for the elders right now, and, and maintaining you know the the company afloat. But we're I'm really really focused on on what's coming. Uh, we already had some some projects that we've been working on, some R&D. We've been developing some equipment to be able to treat byproducts, and that is still something that we're working on, which uh, will come. Uh, we have got pilot projects coming in, in the next few months. Uh, so 2020, uh, by the end of 2020, we'll, we'll, we'll be having other products that are going to be out there um, and, you know, reducing food waste uh by doing so so uh, now we're we're still very focused uh on on what's coming and on the future
0: yeah uh has uh, have has the reality of uh covid-19 changed how you're working internally it does yes it does i mean just just
1: in you know we're we're in a commercial kitchen and then we're you know producing cookies and um it, it did i mean it changed uh well there were all we already had a lot of of uh, you know, we're in the food industry so obviously we you, got you some have you have a lot you
0: yeah you have a lot of health and safety yes. rules in place do you have to uh, they're supposed to be six feet apart I mean has that changed how that's you work? yeah
1: that's 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 where it's changing I mean you you've got uh, people working at six feet apart and uh, there were some things that were done you know they we would have two workers doing things you know' uh, work, working at the same place now you know we're, we, we have to change the whole dynamics of, of our production um but uh yeah i mean it's it's um just like everything else i mean it's it's a it's transformation we we were thinking of of you know having our products available online also but we had not you know it wasn't something that was supposed to be short term right at this point and we just completely turned that around and then now we're you know three weeks later we're, we're online you know and 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 now uh, you know, having set up our uh, you know online sales, so that also changed our that's also changing our ways of, of working internally. Uh, so yes, uh, the, the you know COVID nineteen has, has really really changed the way we work. Um, you know,
0: but you're adapting. Yeah. It seems like you're adapting quickly. You have and, to. Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, and and I guess maybe maybe the fact that we're a little smaller uh, in 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 our and and we're early in in our existence. You know, we're we're a startup. Maybe that that puts us in a situation where uh, we, we can adapt a little bit more. Yeah. And, and fortunately we were, you know, we're, um, you know, when it comes to finances and when it comes to, to, you know, to, to keeping a, a, keeping the the company afloat, I mean, we're very wise in in our ways of, of developing before COVID-19, which puts us in a situation where we can go through this and, and come back stronger, you know, afterwards. Uh, so I mean, because we, we uh, you know because we focused in, in maintaining uh, you know having a a, a tight ship before the, the situation well I think that's helping us go through and, and at the same time yes we you you need you need to be able to you know to be flexible in times like this if you want to if you want to survive or else I mean it's 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 just not gonna happen
0: right I understand yeah um... And just the one last question is, I'm assuming that the uh, the you, the companies that you're sourcing materials from, like the juice makers and the and the beer brewers, they're still in, they're still operating too. I mean, is, is have there been any changes in the food supply chain that would have affected how they work and then affected you? Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed.
1: Yes, indeed, it did. Um, I would say mainly in the uh, the the juice, the juice pops, uh, the, the, the juices have been just that's just been steady. And then that hasn't really changed. But on, on the uh, brewer's side, uh, the first weeks have been harder because most, most of it came to a stop. Um, you know, what was going on is that the first two, three weeks um, of, of, you know, the pandemic when, when when you know, the whole province stopped, uh, everyone just stopped. So, you know, spent grains weren't available anymore and I was still producing cookies and kind of having this rolling around. So, uh, you know, thank goodness we had you know some some backup stocks. I always want, I always keep inventory and backup stocks in case. And in the situation, this showed me just how essential that is because we had to continue producing. Uh, but my supply chain for for you know spangrains was not just down in one place. I mean, most of them had just stopped at the beginning because um, you know people were not focused into you know buying some. Uh, you know buying beer and stuff like that but you know as as the weeks you know uh as the weeks went by well you know then then everyone all the microbreweries that have uh products available in grocery stores for instance now it's just been poof yeah it's it's, it's been it's been but it's back in business and you know with with all of this everyone talking about you know shop local shop local shop local what's happening now is that you know people are, are even going towards microbreweries a little bit more and and you know, I think it's going to be doing the same thing with us with the cookies. I mean, it's it's uh, we're a local company, and people are going to want to support local companies. So, well, Dave, which I is a,
0: which is a perfect segue to my next question: Is that do you want to be, uh, do you want to be Nostradamus a little bit and try to predict uh, what you think the the short term effect of this, or you know, medium term effect will be of this pandemic on our behavior as consumers? I mean, are you seeing changes already? Do you predict changes happening? I, I predict two major changes.
1: Um, one of them, which I hope will stay uh, for a long term, but uh, maybe it'll go back to what it was. But actually, I will, I'll say three. Okay. <laughs> I predict, I predict uh, local consuming to be uh, something that will be at the back of everyone's heads now and trying to help out our local companies. This is the one I hope that will, uh, you know, sustain it and be there for for many years to come and won't just fade out you know in a year or two from now when when everything gets back to where it was and people kind of forget about it the second one is i uh online i mean online buying for uh for food and and for um uh food consumption mainly is is you know it hasn't been very popular at this point yeah uh it's 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 probably the you know the the industry that's been you know the less popular or people would, you know, buy a bunch of stuff, but food, it's been a little bit, a little bit less. I think that's, that's, that's changed for good now. It's, it's just a question of, you know, people have been doing it now for many weeks and I don't think, uh, I think a lot of them are just going to continue doing it. i are not going to go back to going into stores and, and, you know, meeting other people They're going to be ordering their, 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 their groceries uh, home. And the third and last one is I suspect, um, uh, agriculture and and uh, I would say urban agriculture to be on the rise and all and have a bunch of initiatives where uh, you're going to have uh, the governments also wanting this, but uh, to be more um, uh, in control of, of of you know our produce, fruits and vegetables, and try to have them local and and find ways to grow these crops in urban and non-urban settings, but trying to find a way to you know. Uh, you know, be in control of, of our produce year round. And I think that's going to be something that's going to be uh, seriously looked at in the next few years.
0: Sounds great. I hope uh, I hope we go in that direction because it sounds like a intelligent way to go. Um, and it's always good to think of something positive coming out of this. So th- yes. th- thanks for your time. Uh, thanks for your fantastic initiative. and Those people in senior homes really need it now. We know that it's... a uh, a particularly bad situation right now um as this is being recorded but in general uh there's a lot of seniors who need some extra love and attention so that's a that's a beautiful initiative and i hope anybody listening to this uh participates so well, thanks
1: you know th- thanks for having me and and i'll be sending you a box of cookies in, in the next day so you'll be able to to taste them uh, i'll send them direct to your house so you can you know be able to taste them and,
0: and tell me what you think <laughs> I, I will take a picture and and social media media as me too yeah i look forward to it. thank you It's very generous of you thanks very much yeah <laughs> thank you. okay uh, i received the cookies and they're absolutely delicious thank you jonathan uh, i recommend my listeners order some right now uh thank you for listening to the grilled podcast I'm Tony Babinski. See you soon. Stay safe.